are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're going to talk about God's creative power and how to get it to work for you. Now, when you start talking about this many times, there's people that would say, oh, now you're going to get on confession and just trying to make God do things by using His Word. Somebody said one time, why, you're just trying to use God's Word. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> anything wrong with that, you know. I use God's Word. God sent His Word for us to use, to build our spirits, to program ourselves to believe like God believes. Is anything wrong with believing like God believes? Now, sometimes people say this, well, now, Brother Caps, you're just confessing all these promises in the Word of God, and you're just trying to act like God. Well, now, let's say it this way. If I'm acting like God, saying what God says, then who are you acting like when you say what the devil says? <laughs> Now, that ought to kind of jerk the slack out of you, because there's a lot of people out there, and some of you doing it, been doing it, been saying the things the devil said, and then criticizing somebody for saying what God said. Somebody said, how in the world can you say that your needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus when the rent's due and you don't have the money? How in the world can you say that? It's easy. Just open your mouth and say, Thank God, because I've given, it's given unto me, and I have abundance and no lack. Somebody said, Well, you're just lying. No, no, I'm saying what God said about me. Now, see, this is what we're going to talk about when we're talking about how to put God's creative power to work for you. God's creative power is His Word. God's Word is His creative power. How did God create the universe? He created it with the spoken Word. The Bible says He framed the world with His words. Jesus was the creator of all things. Now, Jesus was the Word of God, the Word of God personified. God's Word created all things. Say all things. There was nothing created without the Word. Not one single thing, not one, not one thing was created without the Word of God. Now, let's go to Genesis, the first chapter. You find there, you can just go there mentally or turn to it in your Bible if you want to. God looked out and he saw darkness that covered the earth and water was over the earth and all of that. God saw the darkness, but you know what he said? He said, light. Now, see, if there'd been some folks I know there, they'd have said, God, you can't say that because it's dark out there. Now, wouldn't that have been something if God looked out there and said, Woo, it's dark out here. I don't think it'll ever get light. Now, see, creative power was through God's Word. Now, God knew that He could have what He said. He spoke it into existence. When He saw darkness, He saw the opposite of what He wanted. He spoke the thing desired. But now most people will say, well, yeah, I can understand that, but you see, he was God. That was God. Well, if you can understand that much, you can probably understand a little further when you get down to the 26th verse. He said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them, let them have dominion. Now, how was them going to have dominion? The same way that him had dominion. 
<laughs> if he created man in his image and in his likeness, then the man was going to have dominion the same way God had dominion. Have you ever thought about it, how that Adam was going to subdue the earth and have dominion over it? God told him, subdue the earth and have dominion over it. In other words, if it gets out of line, you put it back in line. Now, I can understand how he could get the jackrabbit out of the cabbage, but what happens when the elephant's trampling down the pole means? I mean, he's not going to pick him up by the tail and throw him out of the garden. He's got to have dominion. And it came through words. God intended for Adam to have total dominion over this planet with the power of positive, faith-filled words. Now, God gives us an example all through the Word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, how that creative power was used. In Genesis 1, ten times, I believe it is, in Genesis 1, the phrase is found, and God said. And God said. Now you notice in Genesis, the first chapter, the verse 2 and 3 there, that the Spirit of God moved up over the waters, and out there in the darkness, the Spirit of God was hovering out there. But there was no creation took place. There was no manifestation until God spoke. There had to be some speaking before there was anything created or changed. Now, if God created us in His image and in His likeness, then He expects us to follow after His example. In fact, Ephesians 5.1 tells us, but Paul said, be ye followers of God as dear children. Now, the word follower there in the Greek is the same Greek word we get our word to imitate from. Imitate God. Now, if you're going to imitate somebody, you're going to walk like them, you're going to talk like them, you're going to try to act like them. Now, that's what it means to mimic or imitate someone. So if we're going to imitate God, we're going to have to learn how God operates. And we have to learn to think like God and act like God. I know... Uh, we were fishing the other day, and I don't know who it was with me. I said, now, you throw right over there by that cypress knee. There's a fish over there. They threw over there, and they caught a fish. I believe it's in that. She caught a fish. And she said, I believe you think like a fish. <laughs> when you learn to think like one, you can catch them, you know. You know where a fish would get. So when you begin to think like God, you act like God. That doesn't mean you're trying to be God, but you act as God would act in this certain situation that you find yourself in. We're talking about God's creative power, and Christianity is called the great confession. But many people are defeated in life because they confess and believe the wrong things. And I'm talking about many Christian people. They confess and believe the wrong things. Now, see, what we're talking about here is a practical side. Some people think that the gospel is just not practical today. But now that's why I chose to deal with this subject because this is something that's practical. I could have taught something that would inspire you. You know, you can get people pumped up sometimes till you get their feet off the ground. They can't even touch the ground. They get so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. But what I want to do is give you something that's practical that you can use in your everyday life, in everyday situations. When we confess and believe the wrong things, we're going to fail in life. Faith-filled words will put you over in life. Fear-filled words will put you under. Man is a spirit being and he's capable of operating on the same level of faith with God. 
Now, when God created man in his image and in his likeness, that's what it means, that we're capable of operating on the same level of faith with God. Now, just hang on. Don't run off. It'll all turn out all right. Sometimes people feel like, well, that's blasphemy to say we operate on the same level of faith with God. Well, read Mark the ninth chapter, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now, another place he said all things are possible with God. Well, if all things are possible with God, I'm with God. <laughs> and then Jesus made it stronger. He said all things, how many things? All things are possible to him that believeth. Well, thank God I'm one of the hymns that believeth. If you believe, all things are possible. Now, doesn't that put you capable? It didn't say that you were there. It makes you capable in your spirit of operating on this level of faith. And that's the same level of faith that God operates on. Now, we're talking about God's Word and the power of it to change the situation. God never does anything without first saying it. Did you notice that in the Word of God? He never did anything without saying it first. In fact, the power to bring it into manifestation was in the saying of it. Did you realize that when God was ready, it was the fullness of time, that it's time for God to bring Jesus into the earth? In fact, 750 years before Jesus was born of a virgin, he prophesied it through his prophet Isaiah. He had a man to say, a virgin shall be with child. Now, there's something that we've never understood about the prophecies of the Old Testament, I think, and not only the Old Testament, even modern-day prophecy of the true prophet. Some of these things would never have come to pass if somebody didn't have the faith to prophesy Because God had to have a man in the earth with the authority to proclaim and decree what God said. And he had to have the faith to do it. If he didn't do it, it wasn't going to come to pass. Because the power to bring it to pass was in the Word itself. That was the creative power. That's what brought the universe into existence. All things were made by him. Him who? Him, the Word of God. Jesus, the Word of God. So the creative power of God is released in word form. And that's why it's so important that we understand this. All through the New Testament and the Old Testament, you find that God spoke things before they came to pass. And he revealed it to his servants and to his prophets. And when they prophesied it, they released it in the earth. And I think that's something the church needs to understand. There's things that will never come to pass unless some man, through faith, prophesies it by the Spirit of God. You see, creative power is by speaking faith-filled words. Now, when you're speaking words that God has spoken in faith, the promises of God, of course, you're speaking God's word after Him. Therefore, you're speaking a word that's filled with faith. Now, if you speak that word over and over, that faith will get inside you. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you that all of this week, our offer is CD offer number 7413. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. It's entitled, Why Confession Works. Did you know that the confession of God's Word will work for you? 
I mean, God's Word has not lost any of its power. It's just as powerful as it was the day that God spoke it. But the Lord said to me one time, He said, My Word has not lost any of its power. But He said, My people won't voice what I said. They won't give voice to my Word. When you give voice to the Word of God by confessing the Word of God, that means saying the same thing that God said, you're really hearing the audible voice of God. When you speak what God said, you're giving God's Word voice. It may be the only audible voice of God you'll ever hear. Confessing what God said about you, the promises of God, for instance, Second Peter chapter 1 says, God hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that's called us to glory and virtue. And here's the way He did it. By this means, through the exceeding great and precious promises, that you might be partakers of a divine nature. Now, the promises of God have already gone into effect. When Jesus died, He set the new covenant into effect. You don't have to wait till you die to get in on these promises of God. Now, there are some things you won't enter into the afterlife, but you understand the promises of God, what God has given in His Word is already yours the same way that the promised land was Israel's when God gave it to them, but they never did possess it till 40 years later. That's offer number 7413, Why Confession Works. It's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.